0: So, this afternoon, I'm going to be doing uh, more of just encouraging us and charging us and uh, reminding us of such things that we know already. And I'm just trusting God that uh, it's going to be another powerful time in God's presence. So, I begin to welcome everyone of us on board. So, this afternoon, I'm going to be sharing with us a line of thoughts. That is more of just encouraging the saints, even as God's children. Okay, so I'm going to be charging us in the direction of what I simply call keep receiving. Keep receiving. Keep receiving. And the Lord will be gracious to us as He helps us again this afternoon together in Jesus' name. Okay. Okay, let us pray. And so, our Father, we want to thank you this afternoon again as your children. We have come together to learn of you that again we might receive those things that are freely given to us of your Son. Those things that make life worthy of living and to live such to your glory such we have come to receive i ask oh god and your spirit again will help me to communicate your word to your people and with well-disposed hearts they receive the same and they are able to run and make most of their lives to your glory in jesus name amen praise god okay so like i said i'm sharing with us keep receiving keep receiving Now, let me say this, let me begin by saying that generally, life is about receiving. Life generally as mortals, as men, is about receiving. The Bible tells us that as men coming to this world, we came empty. We brought nothing to this world. And uh, it is certain that by the time we are exiting this world, by the time we are leaving, we are not going to go with nothing. So whatever we have today, if we came empty, then that means all that we have today, either in knowledge, either in position, either in possessions, whatever we seem to have, physical or spiritual, everything we receive, everything was came from a source and was given to us. Thank God that those things that you claim you have, you have received them. You are wise to have received them. Some did not receive. You say, what do I mean? You know, the Bible says he came to his own and his own did not receive him. So we'll come to that later. But let's start on this general note as to all men, that whatever we have today as man, as a man, you have received everything you have, whatever you are, position, possession, like I always say, promotions in life, even your profession, those professions you claim that you are this or that, you have received. And to receive means you have come to possess something. You have come into possession of something. It wasn't yours before. Now you have come into possession of that thing. With open heart, with open hands, you have welcomed that and you have received it. Sometimes we receive with gratitude and sometimes we ignore such. You know, Jesus healed 10 lepers. And then, you know, only one returned to give thanks, to say, thank you, Lord, for healing me. Only one was, you know, taught it wise to be to be grateful, to show gratitude, knowing fully well that the healing he had, what he received. So the truth is, this we are all receivers, all of us, all men, whether you like it or not, whatever you have, you have received directly or indirectly, you receive them. And the, the science of that is that you came with nothing. When your mother or your parent gave back to you and when you came to this world, you didn't come with nothing. Nothing was in your hand, nothing was in your mouth, nothing. Thank God for the family you came into, but the truth is that by the time you trace back, even that family came with nothing. So all of us came with nothing, but you see, whatever we have today, we have received as a result of the magnanimity or the benevolence of God. The benevolence of God extends through all the cloud, you know, come to us or comes to us And we have received of his benevolence. So whatever we have today, we have received. Either power, either wisdom, either riches, either beauty, either position, profession, possessions. Whatever we seem to have, we have received. Now, you see, what has come to us has come to us on, on twofold, on two grounds. And I want to share those two grand and I want to encourage us and that my encouragement is in the line of keep receiving. You see, you have received to continue to receive. Don't receive and damp it. The beauty of life is that you are, you are a receiver and you keep receiving. In fact, it's because you keep receiving that you can be a continual giver. Otherwise, if where you, are receiving, where you are receiving from, if we can dump it and there is no further receiving, then there will be nothing for you to give out. So, in a sense, if you look at it, you receive to give. So, in a sense, you are just a conduit. You are a pipe. You are a pipeline of grace. You are receiving of the goodness of God, of the grace of God, and then you can share that with fellow man. So, really, our relationship as, as mortals, as men, is really more of vertical relationship from whom all blessings flow. God, all blessings flow either physical or spiritual, we receive. And then of that which you have received, God wants us out of good heart, out of generous heart, then we can share with others on an horizontal level. But you see, what you have received is not all there is there to be received. There is so much that God has in store for you. There is so much that you can receive and you can continue, you know, you must continue to receive and then you can continue to be blessing. You see, if you see God, if you see the ocean, if you see the vastness of water on the earth, the ocean, the rivers, if you see it and you see that this is like the grace of God, this is like the abundance that God has for us and then you go to the ocean, you take water out of it, the water doesn't even know whether you have taken part of it. Because it's so vast. You see, the blessings of God, the goodness of God, what God wants to get across to you and I, is so much, is endless. But you see, sometimes you and I, we hold on to the little we have received, and we think that is all to life. But that's not true. So much awaits you. And that's why I want to encourage you. Keep receiving. Let your heart be dis. Host to this. that There is so much to yet receive. You know, I shared something the other time as to uh, some of the things they found out scientifically even in nature. When you look at what is in nature, what is on earth, the vastness of the land, the vastness of water, the enormity of the energy of the sun, the light that the sun releases, and the fact that we have only tapped, in fact, the sun says we have tapped nothing of it. Because all the energies the whole globe is using in a year is not up to what the sun releases in an hour a day. Now that shows what there is so much, To still be, to still receive. There is so much there that man doesn't need to kill one another. Man doesn't need to be envious. Man doesn't even to beef one another. Man doesn't need to exercise no ill will because there is so much. But you see, you and I, we. Clutch onto the little we seems to have, and we think that is all there is. No, the God you are dealing with, the Owner of all things, has given us so much. So there is so much for you to receive. The challenge is: Will you dare to receive? Somebody says, "I want to receive." Okay, I change it again. Will you dare to go to Him and ask Him so that He can release more in your direction? Okay, so whatever we have today, we have received. So all of us are receivers. Now, there are two ways by which all of God comes to us. There are two ways and there are two dimensions. Two dimensions of what God is giving to us and then two ways by which God gives us. So we're going to look at the first thing God is giving to us. The first thing you and I have received, we have received of the works of his hands. We have received of the vastness of God's creation. The sun, the rain, the lights, the energies, the land, animate and inanimate, vastness of all the riches of God upon the face of the earth. You and I have received. Whatever you have today, you have received. You and I, we wear clothes. We eat good food. We live in good areas. We have very good to take us around. We have so much things of this world. But the truth is this. We have received those things. We didn't create any of sort. And look at something in Psalm 95. So I want to encourage you this afternoon. Keep receiving There is so much for you to receive. Now look at this, Psalm 95 and verse 3. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hands are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills are his also. The sea is his. He made it and his hands form the dry land. Everything is his. He formed everything. But the only truth, the truth is that he has given everything to sons of men, to govern, to rule over, to enjoy all fully, that we will not be absorbed by those things and yet we will seek after God. He has given all these things, but he wants us to thankfully, joyfully receive these things, enjoy them, but never ignore the giver of these things. See, this is where man has messed it. We mess things up. The more we receive these things, the more we become, you know, proud in foolishness and we begin to ignore God. Those things begin to creep into our heart. We begin to find ourselves departing from God. No. You see, the more you receive, the more you should be humble and humbly give thanks. And give thanks to the giver of these things. You know he told Israel in Deuteronomy 8. He said, I'm taking you to the promised land. The land where you eat bread without scarceness. Where you will build goodly houses. Where all things will work for you. He said, remember, when you have come to fullness, these things are coming to you massively. That you forget that you have received these things of my hands. And then you begin to say, your hand has brought this thing. And you begin to ignore the living and the true God. Then you begin to lust after this thing. And begin to serve and worship the creature and not the creator who is blessed forever. So there's no there's no, there's no no problem receiving. Let me tell you truth, this truth. You are still going to receive more. You still need so much to be received as long as you are alive. There's so much to receive. There's so much from God that God wants to release in your direction. And I'm saying this to you so much. So don't despair. What God has in the offering for you is more than what is behind you. Whatever you have lost, whatever mistakes, whatever pain you have passed through, whatever thing that has happened, this is not the end of your life. Do you know this truth? That the truth is this. If God has kept you alive, It means that there is still more for you that God has in the offering. That's what it means. Otherwise, God will take your life. So for you being alive, there is still more. So be encouraged. So you and I, we have we are receivers. Now look at Psalm 104. You are a receiver. I'm a receiver. Your very breath you've received, your very life is, is you receive. Everything you are, you receive. You know, you hear something like, I'm a self-made man, self-made woman. There's nothing like that. You didn't make yourself. Even your life, did you give... Did, are you the owner of the oxygen you take in? Are you the owner of the carbon dioxide you release? And then the plants taking the carbon dioxide to photosynthesize, And then you eat the food? Are you the owner of the forces of nature? Are you the owner of the forces of life? Did you make nothing? You didn't. Everything here you, you met then, you brought nothing here. So there's no self-made man. God made all of us and whatever, even if you think you are self-made, man, your life is a confluence of contributions of so many. From your parents, from the doctor, from the, you know, from the nurse, from, from all the institutions that God has put in place for you to be where you are today from all the favors, from all the good art of many men that probably you and I you have ignored. You don't even reward. In fact, for you to even say you are a self-made man. For me, that is coming from arrogance and pride. It shows that you are a person that you ignore and you despise many on your part. Because if you think well, you will have seen favors. You will have seen goodwill of many on the part of your life that has brought you this far. So, you and I, were receivers. Like I said, let's look at Psalm 104. Well, if you have not seen any receiver, you have seen one talking to you. I am a receiver. I have received so much of God. In fact, there is nothing I am that I have not received. I don't know about you. Everything I have received. The ability to even sit down here this afternoon and to talk to you is what I have received. The grace to communicate is a gift. I receive it. Okay, now look at Psalm 104 and verse, uh, I'm talking to receivers and even if you think you are not, I'm sure at the end of this teaching, you are going to fall down on your knees and you are going to give thanks to the giver because it's because he gave that you can receive. Wow, what a God we are dealing with. What a good God. Psalm 104 now and verse 23, like I said, I'm not really doing any every exegesis of the scriptures this afternoon. I just want you to enjoy. Let's just enjoy God. Let's just flow. Let's just enjoy God. Wow. Psalm 104 and verse 23. Man goeth forth unto his work and to his labor until evening. Even that you have received. You go to work. You have received. Verse 24. Oh Lord, how manifold are thy works in wisdom that has made them all. The earth is full of your riches. The earth is full of God's riches. The earth. You know, I was watching documentary and we were saying something to DRC Congo. Most of the technology, the, you know, the, 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 the semiconductors, the, the 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 metals that we use, even in IT world, most of them came, comes from Congo. The whole earth is full of its riches. The gold across the divide. Of the south, you know, the, 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 the southern part of Africa. The gold, the diamond, the silver, precious stones, oil, wood, timbers, name it. Vastness of ocean. Animals in their endless dimensions. Species. What? What? What a God. Things that makes that pleasant to our sight, Things that satisfy our, you know, our longings. Things that we use to clothe ourselves. Things that provide good comfort, you know, that keeps us from the ash element of this life. What a God that is thoughtful. You see, things that you will need in the next 10 years, that the globe will need in the next 20 years, 30 years, 1000 years. God has put everything in place. So hear me. Each day we go, each day we wake. We, we you and I wake up, each day we see the new light is an opportunity to receive. You know, the Bible says his goodness, his loving kindness, his mercies, they are new every day. And they reach us through the cloud. Wow. Verse 25. So is this great and white sea, wherein our things creeping innumerable, both small and great beasts. There go the ships. There is the Leviathan, whom thou hast made to play therein. The, the, you see, the massive mammals, whales, a- across the ship, different species of sh- fishes, across. Verse 27, These wait all upon thee. Even animals, they wait upon God. Lion lift up his eyes, their faces to God every day. You might not know they pray, Lord, may we catch a wildebeest today. May we get an antelope. May we get a giraffe. The, the the leopard prays. The the animal, the elephant, pray. May I get good herbs to eat. This all wait upon thee. Thou that 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 thou givest them, you know. That thou mayest give them their meat in due season. You see, even animals, they wait on God. Lord, we want to receive our food. 28. That that thou givest them, they gather. You see it? What you give them, they gather, they receive. You see, there are so many God want to give you that you may gather. You may come into custody of that as a wise steward. Thou openest thy hand, they are filled with good. And I am praying at this junction. Lord, your hand that is wide open in the direction of this man, in our direction. Lord, I ask, O God, that we may receive, we may be filled. Let your hand be opened again. The Bible tells us they got not the land by their strength. But by your outstretched arm, by the might of your hand, you gave you give them. Lord, I ask, oh God. Through the mightiness of your power, let good come in the direction of those hearing me, oh God. Good interventions, oh God, breakthroughs, favor unlimited things to work for death in a way that beyond our wildest imagination. In the name of Jesus, supplies for that family in the name, everyone hearing my voice, oh God, Lord, let there be. Lord, let your hand be opened again in their direction. Let there be release of favor. Let there be release, O God, of whatsoever sought and looking unto you for, O God. They look unto you and they are not ashamed. Their faces were not ashamed, Father. Their faces were lightened. Lord, I ask, O God, that you will open a gate by your Spirit, O God. Let there be gathering in their direction. Let there be gathering up our, our direction, O God. Massive favor, massive help, O God. We ask, O God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Bible said, that, that thou givest them, they gather we receive what you are giving us this moment we receive what you're going to give us tomorrow we lord we receive oh god we receive from your opened hand in the name of jesus we receive in the name of jesus so you see god opens his hand and then we receive of his fullness we're receiving first corinthians chapter four the challenge is this we receive with gratitude we don't become cocky, no matter the quantity, no matter how massive the possession is you know, the possess, possession is or are. We don't become proud. We never ignore the giver. Our heart longs after the giver. While we enjoy his givings? while we enjoy the works of his hand, we never lust after those things and make those things the end of our pursuit. Neither we be, we do become proud and think it's because there's something contingent about us. No. Even the knowledge we have, even the wisdom, even the intellectual capacities we seem to have, they are all gifts we receive we are receivers even our gifts our talent our ability special that god has endowed us with we have received and lord we are grateful oh god we are grateful for your generosity lord on the behalf of myara we are grateful we are grateful we thankfully we bow before you we said lord be we thank you. We, we, we're grateful. We worship you. We worship you. We give you praise, oh God, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Look at it. First Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 7. Look at it. And verse 7. For what maketh thee to differ from another? Why do you think you are special? Why do you think, why do you think you are better than others? No. And what hast thou, what hast thou, that thou did not receive? What do you have? Knowledge? Beauty? Strength? Power? Wisdom? Possession? What? What do you have that you have not received? You know, God told Saul, he said, when you are small in your eyes, I made you the king. He said, now you are big in your eyes. What do you have that thing that makes you to think you are big? In those days, you are frail. You never thought anything massive could come into your life. You are full of fear. But I encouraged you. I made you. Now see your attitude today. Now you see, those things were written for that we may learn, that we may not follow in their example. But we with soberness and with fear and trembling, we may enjoy all of God's and then never detach from the true and the living God. He said, what art thou that thou have not received? Now, if thou receive it, if you have received it, if you have that knowledge, then why does thou glory, why do you boast? Why are you proud? As if thou hast not received it. So, brethren, those everyone of all hearing me, you have received. Now, let me say this. Never despise what you have received. Don't in lust and in longing for more despise what you have. I started by telling you there is so much in the offering for you. So much. Be grateful for what you have received. And don't, in anticipation for more, despise, despair, and complain. No. God, we have you not to complain. And don't look at others and ignore yours. And, you know, be, 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 be full of... Be, 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 don't be ungrateful. Don't do be covetous. No more is still in god's hand you don't know what tomorrow holds you see i was talking you know I, I went to fellowship in a church this morning and the guy that brought me back we got talking you know he came from nigeria to canada and he said you know something i lost my job and it was as if the whole world is is as if world has come to an end it was as if I, he said things were rough things were bad it was as if this is the end of the world the guy brought me here with a very good car. Things are okay with him for him now. But somehow, he got the opportunity to come to Canada. He got a good job. So, but the truth is, thank God for that. He has received. But that's not all the receivings there is to be received. And somebody said, if I can travel too. Well, if you can, why not? But the truth is, this God is not bound. And God does not say, until you travel, I will not come true for you. No. No, no. So much is there in any nation, in every nation. So much, so much. And I'm saying again, God is going to come through for you. You see, I received this message to encourage you. The message that I really want to preach is, you know, the, you know the, the celestial man. That's the message I ought to preach today. But that was why I was anticipating preach and trusting God. It came to me that I should Talk in this line, that God wants to encourage his children. God is saying, don't despair. God is saying, stop complaining and murmuring. Yes, things might not be how that you, you think it should be. But why, why are you not grateful for even that which it is? Why are you not? You are in your anticipation for tomorrow? You want to jettison today? No, no. Don't forget, the Bible says, don't forget, you know, those things that are past. Remember the path that God has taken you. Okay, and of course, we remember to be grateful. You remember to be grateful. So, we see, he said, what do you, have you received that you are becoming proud and cocky? Everything you have, you have received. 1 Timothy 6, 7 will say, for the reality is this, you came to this world with nothing. So, whatever you have, whatever affluent, whatever position, you have received. There was a favor that came to your life one day. Your life is now massive. Things are working for you. There was a favor. There was a junction. There was something that you never even thought would happen to you that day that happened. If you trace back, you will just look at it. If you can think in the retrospect, you just know this is God's hand in my life. I'm not talking about as believer. I'm talking about generally speaking. God coming good, you know, being good to man. Look at it. First Chronicle. 1 chronicle now and 20 29 so I'm talking about the first one I'm talking about is the general goodness of God to all men his works the works of his hands look at it first chronicle 29 and verse 11. you see this message should open up your heart to receive you should you see don't wait for to go and pray as I'm preaching God is open to is hands in your direction to give you. And you must receive. You must be full of, Lord, I receive of you. I receive. I receive in that direction. In the name of Jesus, I receive. Whatever that challenge is, receive today. God is going to come through to you. His power is available to break that yokes, to shatter that mountain. And you are going to break through. You are going to, you see, God is making you a, a worm with a sharp threshing teeth. And you're going to sharp. You're going to thresh down every mountain. In the name of Jesus. Now look at it. 1 Chronicle 29 and verse 11. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness. Greatness belongs to God. It's not yours. It's not anybody. You see, I was watching a documentary of Adolf Hitler in those days. And I was just looking at man. How man can strategize. How man can lust for power. Sometimes God allows man to have it and he wants to show to all of us, see now, you lost it, he lost it, I gave him. See what he did with power. Can you really handle that power you lost for? Can you really handle that plenty? Can you really, how many of us have survived the handling of plenty and we have not become, you know, foolishly arrogant and foolishly waste the resources, you know? Of course, the God we are dealing with, you and I, we are dealing with, is still magnanimous. He still gives us, despite our proclivities. You see, and that's why you, I don't want yours, only to stay with this dimension of God. you got to move from this zone to the next level we'll be looking at. The next level of not just receiving the works of His hand. You must receive Him Himself. Him, you must receive God Himself. You must receive His fullness. Wow. Verse 11. Thy, O Lord, is the greatness and the power. Wow. And the glory and the victory and the majesty and all that is in heaven and in earth is thine. Everything. So, will it be wise for me to say none of us really own nothing? And that's the truth. None of us own nothing. So, even if you're a billionaire, whatever you are, you are just a steward. You own nothing. This is a rightful owner. Thank God He has allowed you to come into your you know into the domain of your control. We only hope you'll be wise to know that somebody holds this and you are just a steward, and you're gonna live one day and you're gonna give account. Okay, thine is a kingdom, O Lord. Thou art exalted above all. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all, and in your hand is the power and might and your hand is to make great and to give strength to all and i pray at this junction may the power of god flow in your direction at the instance of this message power to heal power to set free power to intervene in one's affair may that power come your direction in the name of of our Lord Jesus Christ, as I, I speak again, that in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, may the power of God speak in your direction. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Okay, so we see the works of God, uh, we see his vastness. Now, let's look at one more scripture there before I move into the second dimension of that which you have received. And what you should constantly receive. Now look at it in Daniel and chapter two. You remember Daniel, amongst other Jews, were taken in the exile. Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon at that time, came besieged Jerusalem, Israel, and of course he conquered, took away with every, made away with everything. Even that God gave him the power. He couldn't have if God had said no. In any case, he went with everything and Daniel and his allies, you know, they were taken captive, you know, in exile, you know, they were set apart, they they became king, you know, those who are working in the king's palace to bring forth wisdom and naughty solutions to, uh, you know, solution to naughty problems and things like that. Now look at what Daniel said in Daniel chapter 2 and verse 37. Look at what God is said about this king. Remember, Nebuchadnezzar was not a Jewish person, was not a Jew, was not, you know, fantastically somebody who is after the heart of the living God. But look at the benevolence of God. Verse 36. This is the dream. Of course, this happened after Nebuchadnezzar had a dream of future events, what will happen to Jerusalem, what will happen to the world. Nebuchadnezzar was was not an, a believing king in that sense, but God said him to see massive things about what will happen. You know, as far as the event of the world is concerned, that tells you a lot about God. That's why you cannot box God. Now look at it, thirty six. This is a dream, and we will tell you the interpretation thereof. Thou, O King, art a King of Kings. He is a King of Kings, for the God of Heaven has given the kingdom power. And strength and glory. This is a king that doesn't believe in God, but God gave him. God gave him. So whatever we saw with Nebuchadnezzar, he received. But look at what the same Nebuchadnezzar said about the same God. You know, man, man, you know, Nebuchadnezzar became drunk of with power and he made a golden image, blah, 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 a massive image of gold. You know, he had all the resources and he told everybody to bow to that image. And these guys, there are certain boys there who said they're not going to bow to this image because to them, this is foolish. How can you make something with your hands and you're telling us to bow? That's foolish. Even logically, how can you create something and then you're telling us to bow? Even logically, it doesn't add up. You know... It's the same that Paul when he came to Athens and those guys were worshipping, they made golden, they made calf and doing that. And they were saying to an unknown God. And, and Paul Saul was tell, Paul came and he was telling them, he said, even you two think now, is it really wise? You made something with your hand and you are worshipping it you are now saying that to an unknown God. It's not possible now. He said that God you, you don't know is the God I've come to introduce to you. The truth is that this God I've, I've come is the one that made heaven and earth and all the things they are in. Even all of us. And he's the one. So that God you are ignorantly worshipping is the God I've come to introduce to you. And it's the same thing here. This is, this is ignorance. So, hear me, when it comes to issue of God, true God, man can enjoy so much of God's works and it doesn't mean that man is not deluded. With your riches, with your education, with all your achievement, you can still be deluded. Now, the thing is this, this is where we misconstrue God's magnanimity. We think in our delusion, God will take all those things from us. No, God doesn't operate that way. That's why the gospel is not just for the poor, it's for all men. Whether they are rich or not, it doesn't mean they are they are, you know, it doesn't mean they are not overtaking in sin and trespasses. All men need help. All men, regardless of their riches. So see what this man did. Verse 15. Now, if you be ready, at what time you hear now they, they reported these guys that there are these guys who did not bow to your golden image, who did not bow to your confusion, who did not bow, who believe that they operate by a higher standard, who, who who are operating by a higher life who are celestial in their operations. Now, look at this, and he said verse 15. Now, if you be ready, at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, flute? Now, remember, it's still the same God who gave them wisdom to make the cornet, the flute, and all the instruments that they are using to worship gold. Wow, God is magnanimous. I don't know. God is... In fact, you and I can attest to this that even in you and I, in our disobedience, in many things we have done, you know, we have seen God should... God should have just taken us out of this world. But see, we are, here we are. Still enjoying His mercies. Still enjoying His goodness. Flute and harp and sackbut and psaltery and dulcimer and all kinds of music. You fall down and worship the image which I've made at that time that you see you hear the music, you are so emotional, your 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 thing, your thought has been removed, you're, you're at the ecstasy of confusion. You know, we do that. At the ecstasy of confusion, you know, you go for meeting, the, you know, at the ecstasy of music, you don't know anything that is being said. You just take it as if God as if this is the word of God. But this guy still, they, they are they are, their are thinking faculty were still intact. Even at the height of confusion of music, at the dullness that music can exert upon the soul of man, this guy was still thoughtful. So hear me, be still be thoughtful, even about the lyrics of the music you are hearing, and still know this thing is to lure you and to cause you to you know to cause you to, to, to cast off restraint. Now see these guys, you know, and worship the image that I have made. But if you worship not, you shall be cast the same hour into the midst of the burning furnace, fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Wow. See the height of the arrogance of man. Who is that God that will deliver you out of my hands? Wow. And God saw it. And God left him. How many? How many of us can operate this? Your, your 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 employee insult you in a way and you can still retain that person in your organization. You know? Somebody says something, not even to this height. You and I cannot cope. I know, man. But this guy said, who is that God? This is the height of insult. This is the height of idolatry. And God still left Nebuchadnezzar. He knew, man. He knew that we are vain. We are foolish. You know, Jesus told them on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them. For they don't know what they do, they are not wise, they thought they are wise. But see it, this is somebody that in chapter two was told that he, he is all he is because God made him. The same person is now saying, I want to see that God. This is somebody who felt when he had the you know the the, the, the dream, the interpretation, and he worshipped Daniel and his God. This is the same person. So you see, whatever you are, you have received, but don't stay there don't stay with creation you see if you stay with god's works you understand is the works of his hand you the same you you will still cause god you will still operate in idolatry tomorrow and it's real some people think they are Christians. some people say you know i believe in god i'm a worshiper of god but by the time you look at the consistency of this thing you can't see the consistency. And that is why God, in his benevolence, did not stop with this dimension of himself. He has gone ahead, not just to share his works with us, that you might receive his works. He has come to share his very life, his very self with us, so that you can receive him. So that you can be a complete man, not just enjoying his works, but enjoying God himself. This is where Christianity go, you know, you know, will not just stop at creation. This is where the blessedness of this is, that God in his Christ has said, No, not just the works of my hand. Let's take man beyond that which is finite. Let's take man beyond that which will come to an end someday. Let's take man beyond the works of our hands. Let's give man ourselves. And that's the second dimension that I share with us. Now John and chapter one. John chapter one. On both fronts, on both grounds, we are receivers. On both grounds. You see, when God created everything in the you know, the in the five days and six days, and he brought man, the Bible says when man when he brought man, he has created everything. Everything has been created. God did not create nothing after he brought man into the scene. So man just came into what he didn't even know how he came to pass. So man is purely receiver. Right from adam we are all receivers. And he, you know he endued and imbued us with knowledge, capacity, and ability to govern. We receive. So from A to Z, all of us are receivers. All of us. But he has gone beyond that. Now see what he did in John 11. He came to his own. Now, this is beyond his works now. If you read from verse 1, you see the creator coming to, you know, as as man entered into the space that he created, limited himself to this and came and see what he did. He came to his own. He came to the Jews because he came from the Jewish line, even though he's beyond that. And his own received him not. See the problem of man. They were so drunk with creation. They were so drunk with their own imagination, their own whatever they formulated, whatever religion they formulated. They are so drunk with it. He came to his own. His own received him not. Have you received him? Or you are still playing knowledge? You know the Bible says something in First Corinthians chapter one. He like, said this is just an aberration. God gave man wisdom. And in the wisdom God gave, my man said, there is no God. Wow. Man, start reasoning. So you want to understand all that is called God with your little brain. You see, the truth is this. Even when we think, do you think we have discovered all there is in the world to be discovered? All that Tesla, you know, all that we see with um, Elon Musk, we see with Bill Gates, I'm using that extreme. Or they, that downtrodden man somewhere in one village, whatever. All from the least to the highest. All that we have seen today is nothing compared, even in creation. What man will be doing in the next 50 years? In the next 100 years? What man will be doing? It will blow, See, see, those who will be coming in the next 100 years, they will be wondering how some of us who live in 2022, how we function with our phones. Because they, they, they can't, by the technology of those days, they will be wondering how did they exist? How did they function, and that is still as far as creation is concerned. How much more the one who put this thing in place now coming to you and I? Wow! I think, to say the least, just is just to say the least. We are not wise. Verse twelve. But as many as received him, him not is. We have enjoyed is. You see, Jesus. Multiplied loaf, they ate the bread and they wanted more bread. Wow, Jesus said, I am the true bread. So either whether you labored in creation, you go to work, you labor, because that's one of the ways you begin to receive through the works of your hands, through the, you know, as you explore your mental power, as you t- interact with nature, things come to your hand. You have received. Or miraculously, God provides for you. You have received. On those two grand, you received. So, either we labor or miraculously God supernaturally provide for us is still. But we now get to this second dimension in which God is bringing himself himself to your disposal. At our disposal. But as many as received him, to them gave him power to become the sons of God. You see, you are a son of man. Your parent gave back to you. But God is saying, I want to take you beyond that. I want to take you beyond what science can capture. I want to take you beyond what you can get in your university, what you can get with your mind. I want to take you beyond that. Without first taking you, your logic can't capture it. You see, you cannot logically enter into God. You can appreciate that there is God, but hear me, God himself must invade your space, help you before you can begin to have a mind that can reason in that dimension of God. To them gave he power to become sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, that believe on the name of Jesus. To them gave he power, power to become. I don't know about you, but I have become. I am one of his. I received him. It was vivid. I still remember the day I received him. It was March 23, 1988. I was in a meeting like that. I had that, I, you know, I had a lot and it just occurred to me like this is the end of it. No, I need this truth. I just need Jesus in my life. I must receive. So I received him into my heart and the rest is his story. You know, from that day, my life began to change. My appetite, my desire, everything about me began to take a new turn. Until today, I am still changing and my change is on the ground of I'm still receiving. So that's why I'm telling you, keep receiving. I want to receive more. So much of God to receive. So much of ease to receive. You know the challenge is, you and I will always long for ease, and we never long for Him. That's where the problem is. You must constantly receive both. You are receiving Him and His. Never ignore ease. Don't say because you have received him, you don't need is. You become an irresponsible man on earth, and never receive is, and you say you never, you don't want him. You become an idolater. and your stewardship will be questionable, because your allegiance to the owner will become questionable. That you see that relationship without it being intact, you cannot use those things maximally, because creation will exact lordship over you. And that's why you, you need him. You must not become an idolator. You must not be somebody who worship the creator, the creature, and not the creator who is blessed. So you constantly need to receive him and his. You constantly. So we are talking about receiving him. Keep receiving as you have received him. Now, 1 John 2. So the first one we are looking at, in the second dimension is we are receiving him. To receive Him, I've talked about receiving. Is you have received his, his works? Now you want to receive Him, and if you have received Him, you know if you have received Him, there is that constant receiving that you must be doing. And I'm going to show us again. This is just to encourage us. I'm not just in any. You know, we're not doing any form of envy exegesis we're just reminding ourselves just enjoying god this afternoon let's just enjoy god first john 2 where is it now first john 2 and 22 first john 2 and 22 or 27 where is it now 27 let's read 27 but the anointing which you have received of him abideth in you, or abides in you, the anointing. And you need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you all things, and is truth, and is no lie, even as it hath taught you, you shall abide in him. You shall abide in him, in him, in the person of the anointing. Now, the anointing here is the person the the, the, the the Spirit of God, the person, the, 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 the third person of Godhead that represents Jesus in our temple as the temple of God. The Bible says you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And it's talk, the anointing is talking about the Holy Spirit. You have received. So, at salvation, you receive the Holy Ghost. And He is the one that will teach you all things about God. You see, in Jeremiah 31, God was saying to Israel, he said, I will teach you myself. You will not need anybody to teach you. I will teach you my laws. I will teach you. And he's here to teach us by his spirit. As I'm teaching now, I am teaching as a servant of God. The anointing in you is taking of this thing and imprinting it to your heart. I'm making it open. I'm helping you to take ownership of this thing. It's because you have the spirit of God that this thing can become real to you. You have received an unction, And I am reminding you, you have received the Holy One. There is a Holy One resident on the inside of you. You have received an anointing. The challenge is, you have received Him, but that's not enough. You must constantly know how do you receive Him in experience, in practice, so that His Lordship in our lives can be real. You can follow in his lead. You can hear him. You can know his voice. You can know his leading. And you can truly walk in the purity of the fear of God. You can walk in the purity of the instructions and the dictates and the direction of God. You have an anointing. You have received an anointing. So, if I say you are anointed of God, I am not exaggerating nothing. You are anointed. If you are a child of God, you are anointed. And if you have not received Him, the anointing is here. He is open and He is waiting. And I see Him saying, Come, son, come. And God is relentless. He is seeking you to save you and bring you to Himself. He wants to deliver you and I from idolatry. He doesn't want you to be sucked up in the works of God's hand, He doesn't want to be sucked up in creation. He said, "What shall it be? Profit the man to gain the old world? What's the old world? The works of God's hand. God has made it possible so that you can gain the old world if that's what you're after. But God wants you to go beyond that because God knows eventually you will lose your soul, and He doesn't want you to lose your soul. He wants you to gain your soul. He wants your soul to, you know, to be intact. And the only one who can do that is God Himself." And the way he does this is by you, is by saving you, and as as you know, he save you as you receive him. Praise God. So the first thing there is that we receive him. We receive. You know, Jesus was telling us the parable of the kingdom, and he was saying that this is the way the kingdom of his Father spread. He spread, you know, and he was giving a parable in Matthew thirteen that the sower went to sow the word, went to sow seed, and when he was interpreting, he said. In, he said this is a this is a, a interpretation that the seed is the word of god and as it's been sown as it's been released many has received him some people receive not with good heart they just just excited and before they leave this you know satan came and stole the word from them some received but the seedfulness of riches the cares of this life the deceitfulness of the works of God's hand, the, the alluring, the, the seductive power of the things of this world, sucked the world off, took everything away from there, and what they have received, they jettisoned some challenges, and they start complaining about God, but he said there is this fourth group, they receive the word of God with gladness. And the word of God brought much fruit. And there is that growth, there is that plantation, there is that formation of God in them. And we are talking about that formation. You need it. And that's where that keep receiving comes in. Now, the second dimension, second, you know, I just want to just look at one, two, three things that we have received. So many of them that we can, but the bottom line that we have received. So at salvation, you receive. So it is not wrong then when I say you are a receiver. You believe and you receive. And of his fullness, God wants you to constantly receive. And that's why I'll close. I don't know whether I'll be able to close, finish this message today. Because I've not even touched, keep receiving. Because I'm going to teach you how you keep receiving creation. You must, you see, in the works of God, and you must grow in it. You're still worship. How do you keep receiving? You know, either through labor and supernaturally. Both are available for you. You must know both. You must take delivery of both. And then, how you constantly receive God himself. So, obviously, I'm going to continue next week. But let's finish. Let's look at one or two more as to receive. What we have received. I've told you we've received salvation. At salvation, you've received the Spirit of God. At salvation, you receive the Spirit. You are now a child of God, a citizen of heaven. Wow. Wow. You are now the temple of the living God. Do you know that the temple that Solomon built, the tabernacle with so much that they built at that time, that Solomon built, that Moses built, God is saying, I don't live in those things. I don't live in the places made with human hands. The heaven, even the heaven of the heavens cannot contain me. Which place do you want to build for God? What? You want to build with gold? God doesn't stay there. There's no holy place that God is staying. You are the one. You are. It's you and I. But the truth is, it it begins as we receive 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I don't know how this is coming to you, but honestly, this is driving me crazy. God, I don't know, but God is becoming more real to me. God is becoming more real to me. I don't know what my life will be without God. You know, your life can be anything. You can be anything massive on earth without God. Without you knowing God. Without you even accepting God. But do you know everything is going to end with time? Do you know? That's why Solomon said it's vanity upon vanity. If everything ends with time. But Solomon said, I saw beyond it. And I found that, wow, man, enjoy it. For God is going to bring you to judgment. The post here, There is so much on the other side. And so, you know when I know there is so much on the other side. I take life easy while I've been dogged with God. So in my doggedness with God, I'm dogged with life. Because I've seen myself as a steward. I want to make most of this life as a servant of Christ. 1 Corinthians 2.12 Okay, so I'm just going to take two scriptures and then I'm done. I don't want to stretch us beyond our time. We just have about four minutes to bring this teaching to a close. And verse 12, 1 Corinthians 2.12 now we have received. Wow. We, that's the saint, we have received. Not the spirit of this world. You see, the spirit of this world makes you to live as if everything ended in this world. Make you to run after the matter. You are materialistic. You get everything. Our life is measured in possession. Your life is measured in positions you have, in your profession, you know, in the beauties of this life. Thank God for those things God has given us to enjoy. God, the God is not a cosmic killjoy. He wants us to enjoy all these things. But that's the spirit of this world, the spirit of this age. It makes man to you know, to be captured in creation, to, 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 to be sucked up, and then to say to hell with God. In fact, they say there is no God. Wow. says a foolish saying is that there is no God. But the spirit, see what you have received? But you have received the spirit, which is of God. You have received that spirit. This is the greatest thing God can do to you. This is the the blessed thing. This is the most blessed state you you can be if there's anything like that. But you have received the spirit of God that you might know the things that are freely given to us of God. The things freely that you don't labor for given to us of God. This is this second dimension. We have looked at the first one. The, the things are freely given to us in creation. But this there's another dimension. Things freely given to us in Christ. Riches that transcend silver and gold that are there for you. Riches that is beyond money. Wow. You, see, you and I need this thing. You need this understanding. You need to revel in this that a man doesn't have all the money in this world yet is so content that he cannot steal. Yet is so content that he's not threatened by position and when he comes to position, he doesn't see it as a means to what to, to project himself, but he has seen it that the strength as he has is his strength to serve, not the strength to, to oppress people. Do you know those kind of riches? That Jesus was so rich that he was serving. He was so rich, he knew. He removed the towel, and he was washing the feet of his servant, his servant. And he said, which one of you want to be the greatest? This is the secret of greatness. Wow. This is what the spirit is conveying. This is the kind of spirit you have received in Christ. Wow. This thing turns, I don't know about you, but it blows my mind. Romans eight fifteen. Look at that last scripture. And then we're just going to call it a day-to-day romance. I want to believe you have received something. Brethren, I, I, you see, I'm ministering to you under the power of God's spirit this afternoon. And under instruction. And I'm saying to you that God is coming true for you. So, something unprecedented is coming to you. Even as you are hearing that, this word. In creation, in the works of God, God is coming to you and help is coming your way. Tangible. The spirit of God is going to do it. This is an instruction. And hear me. Your fellowship with God, your 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 being enthralled by God is taking a new turn. God is going to draw your heart to him. He's going to draw you. And God is going to give you some joy unspeakable. Experience, ecstasy of Christ. You're going to experience it. Amen. Praise God. Romans 8. That's why we close. Romans 8 and verse 15. We'll continue next week. I thought we will finish today, but let's, we'll continue next week. We still have all the time. For you have not received, see it again, the spirit of bondage. Wow. A to of fear. To be afraid of whatever. Man like you. This world. Whatever is in it. Tomorrow. You have not received fear of fear. But the spirit. But you have received the spirit of adoption. Whereby. You cry, Abba Father. You have received the spirit of adoption. You are adopted. Like this. Adopted into God's family. I am not a Yoruba man. No, I am not a Nigerian. I am a Christian. I am a I am a child of the living God. I was bought with the blood of Jesus. The Spirit of God resides on the inside of me. God of heaven is not just my creator. He is my Father. He is your Father. You have received of Him. Next week, we're going to be looking at how then do we keep receiving? I'll still look at one or two, three more things that you have received. Then we're going to keep receiving, keep, keep it flow, keep the flow, keep receiving. So much to receive, so much power, so much wisdom, so much favor of God, so much, so much, so much awaits you, so much favor awaits you. Our God is stretching forth his hand. It's one of the goodness, one of the things God rejoices at is to so lavish his goodness. He said, if men actually If in our evil heart, we give good things to our children, how much more your Father in heaven? Give to those that ask. So let's close by your asking. Ask this afternoon and say, Father, I come to you. I am asking. And if God is not your Father, ask this afternoon and say, Lord, I come to you. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I receive Jesus. Change my life. Take my life and let it be all that you want it to be. And if you are there, I want to pray on two grounds. Creation, the works of God's hand. Ask and ask about Him. So you ask and ask for help, Father. I'm asking that You intervene in my affairs. I ask, intervene, O oh God. Mention those affairs. Intervene. I need Your help. I receive. I receive Your power. I receive Your wisdom. In the name. You see, Bible said He gives free wisdom freely, and He that not. He doesn't start to looking for fault. You know and the reason why not? He will not give you. He will give you. He will give you. So ask. And ask him one more time. And say, Lord, I want more, more of you in my life. More of you finding expression in me. And finding expression through me. More of your wisdom. More of your glory. More of all yours. More of Christ. That I may stand in your stead. And make you known to my generation. And be clear of your, your wonders. Your power. And that many more people might be saved through me. In Jesus name. And so, our uh, Father, I thank you this afternoon we thank you because we have received of you and lord we want to receive more of you i ask oh god this afternoon that you come true you come true for my hearers those hearing me and those who hear this message in any format as they hear lord come true for them let your power walk on their behalf let your wisdom be in display and let your favor do a resounding walk in that di- direction. The favor you be upon your people, let that favor speak in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, we receive again this afternoon and we keep receiving of yours in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you because we are already here at the throne of grace. We have obtained mercy. We have received of your mercy. and We are receiving grace, finding grace to help us constantly at the time of need. That's our experience. That's what we believe. And that's what we have received. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Praise God. Praise God. Wow. This is how far we can go this afternoon or this night or however your time zone is. This is how far we can go. And I believe that you have received some massive things of God. Our God is good. And our God is gracious. And I want you to have this heart. God is good. God is gracious. God is faithful by whom you are called. And it will do beyond your expectation in Jesus' name. Just know this. Jesus, your Lord, Jesus as our, our, our high priest has made this possible. And remember, God, this world is his and he's still lavishing it in the direction of man. And he himself is lavishing in your direction. And I pray that will constantly be your experience. His, the fullness of his joy will yet be yours in Jesus' name. Okay, so these are far we can go. Again, may your servant in God's house, Lady Dushote, Lead Pastor, Integrity Worship Center. And of course, in Ed yeah, um, the Exchange Center. Okay, so till I come your way again, next week, oh, God willing, we're going to continue this message. Keep receiving. Tomorrow by 10pm Nigerian time, 2pm Canada time and Eastern time 1pm. That will be um, Eastern time. That will be 3pm. You can join me on a message that is life transforming. Morality and money. Morality and money. That's a message you don't want to miss tomorrow and on Tuesday. I'll be coming up on the platform of praying uh, uh, praying child and then I believe that it's going to be another powerful time. Keep growing the Lord, keep receiving, open up your heart, keep opening up, keep longing for more of God. God is disposed to releasing and you must be disposed to receiving. Let your faith always be out there for your expectation will not be cut off. The Lord bless you. Do have a great week ahead of you in Jesus name. Thank you and for all of you, showing up the platform thank you let's share these messages with our friends i appreciate every one of us on board i appreciate it. i don't take it for granted god bless you god come true for you share this message get to the youtube line uh, youtube channel subscribe send this message to your friend just type it send it to their whatsapp let many more people hear this let many more people keep receiving our god is out to bless and to give receive and keep receiving God bless you. Do have a great weekend of you. Thank you.